Welcome to the One Year Daily Chronological Bible Studies Podcast. This is Rodney Harrier, your host. If you are looking for a fresh and easy approach to read through God's Word and understand it, you have come to the right place. By following these chronological Bible studies, you will understand how the events, characters, and writings fit together in their proper sequence. What you learn can change your life forever. Day 16 and 17. The title of today's Bible study is Your Day in Court. Today's Bible reading, Job 38 through 42. Note, this is a two-day Bible study because of the uninterrupted theme. We suggest the scriptures be read the first day and the Bible study the second day. This is, of course, the second day. We have assumed you've already read the Bible passage. Now the Bible study. Have any of us ever wished for our day in court? By that we mean we have suffered some injustice and want to be given a hearing. We want our wrongs addressed and want to be cleared from all blame. This is what the biblical patriarch Job wanted. He believed he was righteous in every way, and yet he was suffering and felt God was unfair in his treatment of him. Have we ever felt that way? Have we tried to live a Christian life, but things went terribly wrong and God didn't seem to listen or care to do anything about the injustice? What do we do? Job suffered the loss of his family, business, health, and respect. Although he seeks the Lord, God is silent. To add insult to injury, Job's friends tell him he is an arrogant sinner who must be guilty of wickedness. Job remains unconvinced. God answers Job. Job asks God for time to present his case in the heavenly court of appeal. Finally, the Lord speaks out of an approaching storm. Instead of allowing him to further question his majesty, however, the Lord calls Job to symbolically stand before the judge's bench. God is the judge now asking Job questions. God asked Job about his knowledge of creation using the imagery of a construction engineer. How did God create our world and the universe? God says, Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set, or who laid its cornerstone, while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? Job 38, verses 4 through 7. As we know, the earth is complex and well-ordered. How did it get that way? Most of our modern sciences teach that the world just evolved. But how did it design itself without some powerful, all-knowing being? Things don't naturally become more organized with time. They become less organized. Humorously speaking, think of a young toddler's room when you think of that law. Therefore, there must have been something or someone to change that. God declares in the Bible, He is the designer and creator. Where is the origin of light? The Lord asked Job, What is the way to the abode of light? And where does darkness reside? 
Can you take them to their places? Do you know the past to their dwellings? Surely you know, for you were already born. You have lived so many years. Job 38, verses 19 through 21. Now we might ask ourselves the same question. Where is the origin of light? The sun is the primary origin of our light. But who put the sun there? Scientists theorize that a supernova, a massive star, exploded, and our sun is a spin-off from that explosion. But since we weren't present when it supposedly happened, that idea is conjecture. We can only guess the origin of stars from observing what seems to have happened in other galaxies. Given that, however, it still does not explain the source of light. Hydrogen and helium gases may fuel the fires that produce light, but where were the sparks ignited, which lit innumerable suns in all the universes? The point is, like God tells Job, if we are so smart, then tell him the answer, since we were certainly there to witness it. Yes, this is getting a little snarky, but doesn't God have the right to ask these questions? Next, God asked Job where rain, snow, sleet, hail, and ice come from. Well, we may say those things are easily explained. They are nature's simple acts. Who controls nature? A person that believes there is no God thinks no one does. Someone who believes in God believes that the Almighty intervenes in people's lives for good or bad. He sometimes uses the weather. In many Bible passages, including today's, the Lord says He is sovereign in controlling everything. Do we believe this? If we do, we can be sure God is sovereign in our lives as well. That is a good thing to know when, like Job, our faith is tested. Who provides for the creatures on the earth? Evolutionists believe in the natural law of the survival of the fittest. There is some truth to this, but there are many times when God provides for their survival. There is an undeniable interdependency between the species of all plants and animals. It is a strange coincidence that some species can only survive if other species are present. The Almighty provides for them and all creatures in nature in wonderful ways. Animals and birds have curious and unique qualities. Watching them give birth is fascinating. Observing some who have power, strength, dignity, and grace reminds us of the God who made them. The Lord cares for all of them, and He cares for us. Jesus said, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of your Father, and even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Matthew 10, 29-31 Let's not put our heads in the sand. If we look around, we see evidence of God's creativity, wisdom, and care in nature. Let's look at the strength of particular creatures. In Job 40 
through 42, we learn about the great behemoth and the Leviathan. There are debates about just what these creatures are. Many believe the behemoth refers to a hippopotamus and the Leviathan refers to a crocodile. Victor E. Reichert observes that when a crocodile surfaces and snorts, it resembles a fire in the light of day, and God may be referring to this phenomenon using hyperbole. Regardless of these creatures' particular identity, the point is that these animals are so powerful and fierce that no one can harm them without great difficulty. Yet God is their creator. If the Almighty is much greater and mightier than they, he should be that much more feared or reverenced. Job realizes this and repents in dust and ashes. Repenting in dust and ashes is a way Job expresses disgust for himself and his actions. He sits in an ash heap and throws dust on top of himself in, ex in an expression of the deepest humility and regret. What is our response? Does God's wisdom, might, and greatness cause us to revere Him and be afraid to speak against Him? The Bible says we will all appear before a judgment seat of God, Hebrews 9.27. The Apostle Paul tells Christians that we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad, 2 Corinthians 5.10. Unbelievers will appear before God's great white throne to give an answer for their deeds and the lack of choice to have faith in God for their salvation. Revelation 20, verses 11 through 15. Although it's challenging to think about these things when we are suffering, we should learn to fear the Lord and try not to question His ways. Because Job repents his foolish charges, and makes the Lord his trust. God doubles all he lost in property, wealth, and family. God tested Job and approved him for future blessings. Job wasn't perfect, but he feared the Lord and didn't curse him when he went through severe trials and temptations. We too may suffer tremendous losses or be in severe pain. We might also be tempted to curse God. If we consider God's character, however, we will eventually come to realize our foolishness. God does care, and He is in control. If sin is the problem, maybe the Lord is trying to get our attention. God will be gracious to us and merciful if we turn to Him away from our sins. If sin isn't the problem, Perhaps the Lord is allowing things in our lives to make us stronger or to approve us for future blessings or greater responsibilities. Will we choose to trust the Lord even though we don't understand our circumstances? Eventually, God will reward us. Here are some takeaway lessons. God is incomprehensible in His understanding, so we can't always know His ways. He doesn't always tell us why we suffer injustices or why He allows suffering. But we can trust Him. We can rely on Him because God is good. 
There is no evil in God. God will someday rectify all injustices and reward you if you stay faithful. Focus verse Matthew 10, 29-31 Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of your Father. And even the very heads of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Please join me for a prayer response to today's Bible lesson. Dear Father in heaven, you are holy and righteous, but also incomprehensible. We don't know your ways or what you're doing all the time. May the way we respond in those situations not deter others from coming into your kingdom. May we do your will by keeping our faith in you. Please provide our strength when we are weak. Forgive us if we have strike out at you or others in our pain and help us to forgive others who can be mean or inconsiderate to our suffering. Lead us away from the temptation to lose faith, rebel, or give up. May all we do and our reliance on you give you glory and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. A written record of today's Bible study can be found at www.chronologicalbiblestudies.com days 16 and 17 or January 16th and 17th. Looking ahead, our next podcast will begin our review and preview of each week's Bible studies. Daily Bible studies will be added as they become available. The first review and preview will be the review of Job and Abraham and the preview of Jacob. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you can receive the episodes as soon as they are available. Thank you for joining us. Remember, go with God and He goes with you. <laughs>